right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me as always, I got my beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey y'all. That that um introduction song, it's all secasay. Secasay. That made me feel a little secasay, you know. Yes. I'm trying to do something. Anyway, let's have a great podcast today. All right. Well, let's cheers, have a great podcast. Cheers, you guys. You running the show, so I'm I'm hey. Yeah, right. You gotta take over spirit. I'm just a co-leader. I'm just a co-leader here. Hey, y'all in the room today. So I just wanted to reach out to my people out there in uh, Facebook Live and all these other live streams. I've been seeing y'all comments about my thoughts. Y'all can go ahead and look at that right there. What does that say? Fuck your feelings. Fuck your feelings. That's how I'm feeling about people's feelings these days. What we got, baby? Hey, let's see how your feelings feeling. So what's going on in the world today? Well. We have another school shooting day lord in heaven look it's been 29 school shootings school started in august like good lord damn good lord what the fuck is they teaching not gun right. control that right it. that's what <laughs> they ain't teaching they ain't teaching proper uh proper gun techniques and it's terrible too it's sad because these we we parents take our kids to school to the bus to school and hoping that they return to us the same way that we bought or different because some of us have kids they're like yo send them a life change out there but other than yeah. that, we send them to school hoping that they come back to us in one piece. And for a lot of parents, obviously, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. And I think that's very disturbing for our nation, for any nation at that. Um, this guy here, Ethan Crumbly. Yes, 15 years old. 15 years old, used his dad's pistol in a school shooting. First of all, that's irresponsible gun control on his pops. So. Like, why your 15-year-old got access at any time to your guns? It's like, so you start there. But then on top of that, I don't mean to say st- school shooters got a type or a look. look but let me, ju- let me just say that, young <laughs> man, I probably wouldn't be bullying him if I was in school these days. Anyway, these days, right? Nah, Jason, we're going to do this podcast. That podcast is going to be the next one. Which way he's talking? Okay. Me and Jason was working on um, Okay, okay, okay. We're going to be reasonable. So basically, um, this guy here, 15 years old, he, the, the headlines is that the bully, he's, he's been bullied. So, um, bullied suspect, Ethan Crumbly, 15 years old, allegedly uses that pistol in school shooting. Well, it's not allegedly. We know he did it. Allegedly. So, yeah. Um, my thing is, is that to, for him, so they're gonna, they were talking about bringing the parents up on charges. And they yeah, feel like now is about the time now because they, the charges that they were thinking about was because of owning the firearm and neglecting to put it up safely, securely, and separating the ammunition from the firearm. So all the rest of that shit is whatever. The keep the ammunition away from the firearm. No, because if somebody breaking in my house, I need my ammunition in the firearm. But it's about keeping the access away from children. Because when the children, that's part of responsible gun ownership, right? Like responsible gun ownership is me. Carrying a holster that is safe, that keeps my arm, that keeps the trigger guard covered. It's uh, not just flashing it and doing dumb stuff, not going for a jog and dropping my damn gun and stuff like that. Like, all of that falls into responsible gun ownership. So it's not just like as as uh, ambassador of the Second Amendment, it is my responsibility, your responsibility, everybody who handles firearms and deal with firearms to treat them safely, right? Like follow the gun safety rules. That all yeah. fall on us because it's just like it's a, it's just like one of them things. Like even though driving's a privilege. And gun ownership is a right. It still got some of the same categories to it, where like you are responsible for your education, right? You are responsible for being um being where you need to be with gun ownership. So yeah, I mean, 
unfortunately, that do fall on the parents. And I think for everybody who has guns, that should be a, like a wake up call for you. Like, hey man, I need to uh, make sure I got everything locked up, put away, away from the kids. Because when kids get a hold of, they've been playing Apex. Mm, excuse me, they've been playing Apex Legends and Fortnite and Call of Duty. And they think they ready. They think they're they ready, ready. ready just, they here. just got 25 kills and no deaths, just right, got a yeah. care package or something to call of duty, and they think they're ready. <laughs> and ain't no damn respawns out here. Like, yeah. people is dying, dying. Virtual experience out there in the world. Okay? How many people Um, how many people got hurt? How many people got hurt? Okay, so or? four dead, seven injured. Jesus Still, Christ. I think one. All kids? Uh, one teacher, I believe, I can't really recall right now. Um, One of the students is on in critical condition with a tube intubated or something too yeah. so uh, we don't know about her condition what that's going to be within the next few days here yeah that's, that's that's wild even as a teacher it's like you come to school and that ain't what you came to school for yeah. it's like teach, we already don't pay teachers enough right we literally give our children to teachers and be like hey hold this down hold while it. i'm at work raise Babys- them. babysit my kid raise my kid because realistically raise them especially in the days of like when you'd have a teacher and had that teacher all day you know what I mean? In a lot of like uh, in the earlier grades, mm-hmm. where you have a teacher like all day or something like that, that teacher get more time with your kid than, than you, you do. do. Yep, you know absolutely. Because at the end of the day, it's like we see them. Well, if you if you got a regular job, you getting off somewhere between like four, five, six o'clock. Hell, they they you got them up in the morning, rush, 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 get them dressed, feed them, do everything you got to do, get them on the bus or take them to school or do whatever else you got to do. By then, it's like. Dog, they go to school. They in school for what, six, yeah, six, six hours, seven hours, hours or, something or something like that. Then you get them out of there. You got a good maybe two and a half hours before and then it's they, time to wind down. Not even. Like, if they got after-school activities, what happens oh, yeah, if they got a job now. or they play a sport or do anything else? Literally, they get more time with their teachers Yeah. than they do. And we just don't pay teachers enough. But regardless of that, it's like for a teacher to have to go to work and deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild. So when you, when you were talking about, yeah, it'll be on the parent, it'll be on the parents, um, so it's kind of hard to, yes, you want to always make sure it's locked. And so I guess, you know, with some parents, they feel like the leniency is that, well, he's been around my gun for so long. I've been teaching him how to shoot. I, he knows how to do this and do that. He's never had this issue before. So that's the thing. They get lax in their approach of being a responsible gun owner because of the fact of how their kid has been performing thus far in um, so, with handling the firearm. So, the, but the, the thing about it is, is too, like not having a maturity level. And then too, everybody's different, right? Like you got some kids, it's 12 year olds that can handle a mm-hmm. pistol and it's 32 year olds that shouldn't have a pistol. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, the, the thing about that is, is like, um, if you care about gun, if you care about the second amendment, you have to be careful <laughs> because it's like so many people that just want to take away gun rights. So all they want to do is see people back out here with bows and arrows and machetes or some shit, right? Like we just run around mm-hmm. with compound bows, putting broad heads in somebody's ass if we got a problem. But if you like, that's part of being an ambassador to the second amendment. It's like, if you carry a gun, if you license to carry a gun, if you own a gun, it's like you are officially ambassador to the second amendment, right? Cause how many people don't own guns? Like think about you, when you before you started working before you started working from home or whatever, and then mm-hmm. when people knew that you was like in a, not even really into guns, you were just like I, I like guns, I shoot them, and you became the gun expert at your job. Where it's like you know what I mean? It's like oh my goodness, this is the gun expert. Hey, let's talk to Fox about this. Hey Fox, I was thinking about getting a gun. I was thinking about going to a class, and now all of a sudden it's like as soon as you get a gun, you're an ambassador to the Second Amendment. So people got to understand that that responsibility comes with it. This ain't Charles Barkley in the NBA talking about something. I'm not a role model. It's like if you carry a gun, we got to be responsible with it because we don't got no choice because people who don't know shit about guns who think that a AR-15 is, you know what I mean, a, the devil's choice of weapon to send people to the bowels of hell and shit like that <laughs> who want to take um, gun ownership when you got 
all of these clowns. It's like, that's all they're looking for is like, here goes another reason. I bet you they're going to start talking about taking away AR-15s again. Yeah. And he ain't even use AR-15. He he's didn't. damn handgun. Yeah, I think that the way they're pushing this, too, is kind of about the, okay, let's have stricter gun laws. You know, that was my take on it because you have 29 other school shootings that happened. Like, we haven't heard of where... Because it don't make you know? it don't make it don't make the um it don't make the run for the news because a lot of times it's all about politics, right? It's in mm-hmm. how the media portrays portrays stuff, right? So if it's not covering up a headline that you want covered up, or if it's not enough going on, and fit the agenda. Like, like I don't like I I just feel like it, I hate that we're in this time of year where things just have to get political towards the end of the year. Oh yeah, because I hate politics, but. We ain't even got a goddamn budget for the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, smoke and mirror time, boys. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's do it big, you know, and get these smoke and mirrors up because um, we about to talk about guns. So, I mean, I mean, my heart goes out to those families that were affected by this, but. The kids and those who even had to witness it, too. Yeah, like, like they're, they're forever trauma changed. Trauma on every, yeah. They're forever changed. Like, th- this shooting has affected the lives. And I wonder what goes on. And somebody had like, well, didn't, he, didn't you say he sent a, a tweet or yeah, an Instagram so, message or something? Yeah. So apparently this guy, um, he sends a Instagram message saying that he is now become death and see you tomorrow. Um, what's the name of the school again? Um, I know what my kid would have been going. I had to see that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Oxford. He's like, see you tomorrow, Oxford. You know, because he has become death. Now I'm become death. See you tomorrow, Oxford. Like if I was all that, I'm like, let me tell you, something. mama, my stomach. Hey, I'm telling you right now. Either, <laughs> hey, mama, either you let me stay home, or you about to get this phone call at about noon. That, uh, um, excuse me, Mr. Jackson missed all his classes. Right. You damn right, missed like, all of them. You damn right, because I'm telling you right now, I ain't playing the radio, man. Dude, and but the crazy thing is, like, we deal in a time now where, like, I, I'm wondering what's so different about the bullying now. Than the bullying we was like even the bullying right. before before we, like before we was born when we grew up watching them TV shows kids was getting their head hung in the toilets and what they call it swirlies or something like yeah. that they like I ain't never seen no shit like that until I went to college but they holding kids head over to flushing their head in toilets and it was like they ain't shoot up no schools like what's so Locking different them now in that people just like nah somebody got to get clapped so the thing is is that so we have to realize number one. We have to realize that this is a whole new generation that we're raising and they aren't tough the way that we, they didn't grow up the way that we grew up. So the things that we think that, oh, they can, they, they can deal with that or they can handle that. Or, oh, you punk or you this and you that. They really can't. Yeah, they, they can't. Different. Our generation of kids, it's to different. me, they're soft. Okay. They, that's just point blank. They're soft. So they can't handle the things that I had to grow up handling and dealing with when I, mean, I was in school. Said, Even though the bullying, and the bullying has changed. You ask, how, how did it change? We used to You're talking about words. Me. Right. These kids right now are dealing with words. Words did not take my, pele, and words did not try to stab me for my Pele Pele jacket. Right. Or my Averix jacket when I was going home. Or so, get jumped, sprayed yeah. with mace and like all kind got, of stuff. Like, it, like you, that was the first time that I found out that dudes in the hood must river dance. When dudes tried to take my Averex, and I got a thousand Timberland, different Timberland signs all over my leather jacket. As I'm, I ain't taking this off though. I'm still wearing it, so it's crazy. Yeah. But they different, and, and the crazy thing I hate to say about it is like, well, like when I went to this leadership training, we say the same thing about every generation. Like our parents and them, they was talking that shit about we soft. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then, but when I be looking at my grandfather and the work they used to do, I'm soft. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> say what you want. That dude was a yeah. he was a different type of animal. So yeah, I'm yeah I'm softer than the last generation. So we getting softer. But well, we got it. Um, but my boy, uh, my boy Shug, he came. He said because the parents are different out here. 
Yeah, the parents is different. But um, what do you mean the parents are different? Because if I'm raised a certain type of way, then I guess because I don't want my kids to experience what I what I had to go through or what I've seen in that time period, then I want to do better. I want to be better, live outside of that situation that I grew up in, and vice versa. But that or goes whatever. back to that cycle that we say, like um, like when we talk about it, it's like. Strong men make great times. Mm-hmm. Great times make weak men. Weak men make bad times. So it's like, there were strong men. This ain't the generation of, like, strong people. Like, uh, even our generation, it's like, this is, we're weaker than the generations before. So, I mean, we're different than these generations. All these generations are completely different. We're trying to figure some stuff out. And um, and we do, and Suge just hit it on the head, we raise our kids to, like, not miss what we had, right? So... They wind up being entitled, right? And that's a lot of things that we see that's entitled. But they said the same thing about us. Like, yeah. like when I was looking at it from a leadership thing, they yep. were saying that, and we talk about these kids soft. And then they talking about the kids after them is soft, and so on and so forth. But, like, when it was it was crazy when you was looking at it in the dynamics because they are like, oh, the kids don't talk to nobody now. They don't have the conversations that we had. And then they had a picture of, like, 1950s on the bus. And on the bus, everybody's sitting there reading newspaper, not saying shit to nobody. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. You same know what type saying? of distractions. You know, the, the the distractions are still there. It's just different kinds, I guess you would say. Um, I think that in dealing with this type or our kids and what they have to go through, I mean, we've seen enough of this over the years. Like parents still, like y'all still not talking to y'all kids about bullying or giving them um, repercussions from doing so. I mean, you know if your kid's a jerk at home. You know if your kids, when they go out with their friends, what the people are saying. If you don't know, you need to know. Yeah, I mean. You need to find out. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I get it. But parenting, and I'm not even trying to knock it. It's like parenting is hard now. Mm -hmm. Like. And I ain't saying it wasn't hard before, but I'm just saying it's just like the same thing that we talk about at work, how, like, is um, senior leadership. We're expected to do all of these things, all of these things, but we're just expected to do so much more because it was a whole lot different. Like, when my grandmother sent me outside in the morning, and I ain't come home till the streetlights come on. Like, I got up. Hell, it was like I got up when they got up. You know what I mean? Did my little stuff around there, did my little chores. I'm on the streets. I'm on the streets at dusk. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so I'm, I'm out here on the streets on dusk on a Saturday. I don't come home. Until whenever. I might eat whenever. I might do whatever. I ain't have a cell phone. I ain't have a tracker. And people say, like, we lived in a different world where people wasn't doing as much wild stuff. And it's like, yeah, but we don't see too many serial killers now. So I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really know yeah. what the comparison is. It's like, now, you don't feel, like, I know some of the things that change is, like, we raise them different because we don't expect people to discipline our child for us now. Like, before, you know, it was like, you get ass whooping, you get ass whooping. You getting your ass uh, struck up at school, yep. And then you get your ass struck up on the block because she said, "Oh, oh, oh, you was acting ass at school." Your mama at work. Let me get with you real quick. You acting ass, so Mm -hmm. it's like you can go ahead and get this work, but then you'll get home, and then it's the same shit. Boom, get your ass beat. And then if you got two parents or something like that, wait till your daddy get home. Boom, get your ass beat again. (laughs) There's no community anymore. Yeah, there's no community anymore because like now, if you say something to correct anybody, kid, when they doing something wrong, the first thing, don't you be saying nothing to my baby this night? Right. I know a lot more parents now feel the need to try to be. They kids' friend, because of some reason, they didn't get some type of acceptance or something like that. So they're like, well, I'm going to get yeah. this acceptance for my friend. I want to be the cool dad. I want to be this and that. Ain't none of them do. Like, think about the people generation or two. Think about, like, our parents and grandparents. They wasn't really trying to be cool with us. No. They wasn't trying to be homies with us. It was like, I'm, I'm My your dad parent. would tell me the straight end. up. He was like, I ain't, I ain't your friend. Yeah. I ain't one of your little I'm friends. I'm your father. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like so. every black parent, every black kid that never heard from their parents. I ain't one of your little ass friends. Yeah. Like, point yeah. blank, period. So Absolutely. So I think that when, you, and when you're talking about bullying, too, um, so I, 
So this is the reason, apparently, allegedly, the reason why this kid went and did this, because he was being bullied. I think that, um, like I said, parents need to be more aware of their children and their behaviors at home and how they would project themselves out there in the world, right? So, like, my kids, right, up and down, and mm, my older kids, like, they can be real jerks. And so I look at them, but when that when I go out or when I send them out, I always get great reports back from my kids. I always get great reports back from so, other parents, things like that. So that kind of makes me like, okay, well, I guess you you got some issue elsewhere, but you outside I can trust you to do what you have to do to teach people, to treat people the way that, you know, you want to be treated based on the things that we come and we talk about together. Yeah, I wonder about that too. Then I also wonder just like, if you think my kid's good, how fucked up is your kids? Right. If you <laughs> like, think. <laughs> like, I don't be wanting to give them motherfuckers, I don't be wanting to give them no credit. It's like, how fucked up is my kid? How fucked up are your kids that you think these savages that I send out in the street, you know what I mean? Oh, I got such, Angel did such a great job. You know what I mean? My, my eight-year-old out here G-checking people for snack time. And then people, oh, he's so nice. He's so cute. He's so cuddly. It's like, he threw a chair at you and broke your arm, lady. Like, well, he was just a little upset that day. It's like, that's why we got school shooters. Because y'all hmm. think that was okay like nah nah that's not okay for him to throw no goddamn chairs this ain't this ain't wwe yeah right you know what i'm saying like no i'm I'm on their ass like the last thing any of my kids wanted to hear growing up the 19 year old 18 year old 17 year old was like hey your daddy about to i called your daddy your daddy coming to school it's like they in there about to sell a kidney like look i give you one of these kidneys right now you know you old you about to die you need a kidney i give you a kidney right now if you don't tell my daddy like no i'm coming yeah i'm coming for your ass play mine stopped at preschool so preschool was a time where I don't have to worry about them being called, them call them calling me, especially with my girls. And Seth, obviously, he's in kindergarten, so he's learning. But he don't want that embarrassment because I will come out and show out wherever you show out and at. That's where I'm and, going to show I'm out telling at. You, you and typical, you don't want mama love like that. You typical black mama. Like, only thing you're hey. missing is like a bonnet or something because he might fuck around. You pull up on him with the nah, robe. I'm going to come out there cute. I'm going to come out there cute. Yeah, you but you're going to get all me. of this work. So um, that's my thing. And so in school, I don't have to worry about them. Out there in the world, I don't have to worry about them. Um, Issues and things like that, we work that stuff out or try to. And I think that people need to, parents especially, need to be a little bit more aware um, about that because we've we've heard about it so many times when you're talking about kids are being bullied, kids are being bullied. And if you do find your child being that way, I mean, and nowadays, extra precaution, extra precaution. Like you know, precaution, gave him a pistol. No, no. That's the, okay. <laughs> don't be doing that to that man because they might use that. They might say, you gave it to him because you knew he was being bullied. And this would you, no, do not do that. No, I'm, I'm messing around, I'm messing around. Do not do that, no. Um, I think the kids too, y'all need to be smart too. Y'all need to be smart. Y'all have social media at y'all disposal. And Oh yeah, I'm not coming to school. I see let that. Let me tell you. I not see that, that story on the gram. Not even that. You got to be friends in order to do that, in order to have a story, unless it's I'm public. Friends with and that's not somebody that they're going to look at. But we also looking at it from, I mean, we looking at it from the, uh, you know what I'm saying, with the view, hindsight 2020. Like, it's a lot of things you could look at that we done did. And, you know what I mean? It's like hindsight 2020. We could look at it and be like, yeah, if I was a kid. Yeah, if I was a kid right now, I would also probably rule the world with this mindset that I have if you mm-hmm. throw me back into a six-year-old's body. You know what I'm saying? I throw guess. me a Seth's body, I take over the world. So, Man, ah. I guess. But I think that now, especially knowing all of this, Parkland and Texas and all these different school shootings. About time to homeschool. Look, Ain't no, we no friend, shootings in here. 
friend that friend that child. Mm-hmm. Friend that child you think is weird, awkward, or that whatever kid, the case that kid, is. That, that kid friend that, him. That trench coat is fire. You keep up to date like that, he and went, you know what's going on. He wearing okay? that Be trench smart. coat. He wearing that trench coat with them baggy bell bottom jeans with the chains hanging from him. Eighty nine degrees, and it's eighty nine degrees and Georgia heat, hundred and twenty percent humidity. <laughs> Become his bestest friend. I'm, 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 hey, I'm talking about. Smart, I'm breaking yo. him off half my candy. I break that snicker. Hey, did you want this? You good? No. Okay. Yeah. Hey, somebody laugh at him like, or something no. like that. I'm, I'm, I'm burying that laugh deep down inside. Like, hey, man, why y'all messing with him? Right. They don't. The bystander thing. Like that's my thing. Nobody's brave enough. You know it's wrong. You feel it, but nobody's brave yeah. enough to step up, and yeah, they, they just want to stand aside and stand aside and be a bystander. You can't. You can't when things like that are yeah, going I don't know, on. But it's difficult to make those type of choices and decisions when you're a kid because it's people who did it when we were kids. Not when, a lot of people rise to the occasion. You know? Yeah, I mean, everybody ain't built to be no hero. Like, mm-hmm. everybody ain't built to be no hero. You see somebody, but dudes, think about how many times you've seen dudes talking cold cash shit about, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that in the fight. No, all this shit about it, I'm tough. And then they see their homeboy getting thumped by three or four dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I'm telling you, man, homie, we down for each other. We're going to do this, that, and the third. And then he over there getting river danced on the old boy on the sidelines. Like, that's crazy. And then be like, yeah, I was about to, yeah, they, mm, 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 mm. you know what I mean? He getting river danced on and then they like, oh, now he got some, man, they was holding me back. I couldn't get over there. People got crazy excuses. I mean, it is what it is, but that's what, it kind of made me think like, I understand the importance. It made me think about when we were saying earlier about the importance of homeschooling. Yeah. So, and I was just about to go into that too, about when you said homeschooling, it, um, it makes me feel like we really do need to start taking this type of thing seriously. But then at the end of the day, you are isolating your children, too, from being a part of a world that's already stricken with all kinds of is- social isolations or them maybe isolating themselves. Um, I think um, parents now, so we see homeschooling has been on the rise for the past three years now. Yeah, three I- years now it's been on the rise. COVID put a, put a monkey wrench in it. They put a monkey yeah. wrench in it through due to COVID um, about those trends of school shootings. That's what um, the monkey wrench was put in. They wasn't in school yeah, to we, have it. Yeah, Imagine it if it, it. You're right. And I'm telling you right now, ain't nobody shooting around here in this house. <laughs> ain't nobody shooting. Like, but the um oh Tony said uh, metal detectors. Metal detectors. I, I mean, metal detectors help, but I think that's kind of one of them things where. It's like it's like how modern medicine is, where at that point you're dealing with the symptoms instead of the problem. Yeah. Right. Like you over here, like, oh well, I feel tired because I got cancer. So here's something to give you energy. I still got cancer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so it's um, I think that's dealing more with the symptoms. But I mean, at this point, man, they might as well just. Throw, I don't know how much medical detectors cost, man, but go on, drop that second librarian or something because them kids ain't using the Dewey Decimal System and go on. Don't let them rock. Throw a metal detector up or yeah, something. Yeah, throw, like, throw a band-aid on it for now. But like you said, like you said, it's the band-aid. Um, yeah. My thing is, too, like when you're talking about school counselor, typically there's only one. You got one school counselor, maybe two, for like all these kids. My school oh, counselor saved my, my, if it wasn't for my school counselor. We need more funding for that purpose right there, and we need them to be more approachable, too. I mean, I'm not sure what every policy, every school has something different that they implement in regards to the guidance counselor or the school counselor or whatever. They come to them. Sometimes I believe that it doesn't hurt a counselor to just go and do checks be friendly to these kids so they can feel you being warm to them as somebody they can trust to talk to. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, like I probably wouldn't have made it through high school because I started going down the Mm -hmm. wrong track. And I had a great counselor in Miss Hart, but when I mean it's a, it, it was a guidance counselor I had named Alicia Miss Man. 
Oh my God. I'm talking about like that woman was like my second mother. When I'm talking about like somebody say something to school, I'm gonna be like, man, whatever, this and that, da da da. Like one of the security guards start popping off. I'm like, hey, bro, you know what? About two twenty, man, I, I'll bust your ass. You know what I mean? Then they'll be like, we about to go get Miss Man. And it's like, well, you know, come on now. You know what I mean? She got my grandmother on the hotline. <laughs> my gym teacher, Miss Hewitt, Miss Hewitt. She got my grandmother on the hotline. You know what I mean? The principal we had got at the time, he got my grandmother on the hotline. Everybody just bang Nana because when I get home, Nana up here like, oh, this what we doing? Oh, this what we doing? And it's like, and I just didn't want to break that woman heart. It wasn't like, she, I mean, she she passed out trying to whoop my ass at that age. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, she she a foot shorter than me. I got about 100 and something pounds. She'll be tired as hell trying to whoop me. But it's just she ain't want to disappoint that disappoint, woman because she yeah. did so much. Because she means so much to me. You know, that's my baby. But I think school, I, I think homeschooling, like, but it's just like what we was talking about with the leadership thing. It's like we're just overburdened with so much shit to throw in homeschool like a lot of times for for you to do homeschool like my um my uh, like my, my homie he, he and him and his wife they do homeschool they got like a whole community and they doing it the way things should be but it's like that takes living in a completely different type of idea of how things should be right like you're gonna have to make less money because his wife doesn't work it's a tr- straight traditional they old school with it like he goes out he works um talking about uh Dave right like so he goes out he works military goes out got a whole nother business Four boys, beautiful boys, beautiful wife, beautiful family, or whatever. And they that's how they do it. They homeschool the boys. They got a community of people. They kind of co-op some of the things that they do. And that's the way to go. But it just takes so much extra stuff, knowledge, land, yeah. finances, and everything like that. And he had a good gang of knowledge that he got on how to operate that way from his dad and them. You know what I'm saying? And, um, too, it must be exhausting, too, for the parents. Yeah, you know, dealing with your the kids parent, all the time. 24-7, I'm like, yeah, your kid. My mom, my mom will say, hey, your kids, you need to be with them every day. Anyway. Nah. So. <laughs> nah. In the, so. word, in, the words of, in the words of the great Michael Jordan, fuck them kids. Yeah, so I think that um, dealing with homeschooling every day is challenging because it's just that overwhelming thought of, oh, my God, I'm here with them all the time. They drive me crazy. I have no peace. What am I going to do? How am I going to operate under this stress? It's, I mean, I mean, I feel as though, you know, if you're a parent that homeschools, there has to be some kind of release afterwards. Yeah, you There has to be some kind of uh, routine, aftercare, in reference to that, because <laughs> you're going to need it. You're going to need you it. You need it. We need I it think, on the weekends. With I our feel, kids like, every it, day I feel like if you was homeguarding, I'd come in here and be like, hey, baby, and, the, and the just set to be flying at me at the door. I mean, usually when he come home, he talks a mile a minute, like, <laughs> just getting off work. Incoherent squirrel noises. Just, it's crazy. I can't even function. I can't think. It's just always, you hear him in the background. <laughs> Nah. Like my brain can't settle. I can't settle because you go after work, mommy mode, and you know it's all these different things thrown at you one by one by one by one. So just hey, just bring me the toy to put together. Here we go. Right. I know. <laughs> you, know you want to go ride bikes? Hey, you know, I know. Yeah. Right? Would you guys do homeschooling? Let me see what y'all think over there in the comments. I see we have some comments up there. Yeah, I don't. Would re- I don't. Do I don't went through those. Um, Yo, do you want to get into that can't make this shit up right now? Or do you have something else you want to get into first? Because that can't make this shit up, that shit is wild. <laughs> I don't know if they're ready for that can't make this shit up. Okay, what, what else you got there? What else you got? <laughs> they ready for that? Okay. Well, like, let's go into it. Let's go can't into it. Can't make this shit up. up. Run that shit fast. Look, guys. So, Georgia woman. <laughs> we killing it down here, I baby. Saw this on. I saw this on something. I think you posted. I posted it because one, um, one of the homies from my gun group. 
had uh, mm-hmm. posted it up in our um, And I was show. like, is that fake? And then I went I to look. Sure, yeah. That's real. That's real life. So this woman, she was a um, video. She did like OnlyFans Chatterbait. Yeah, ch- so Chatterbait. Chatterbait. Which I thought yeah. that's a very creative name. Exactly. I never heard of it. Like masturbate? Like chat Chatterbait. When they said it, they're probably like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Hey, that was one of the moments like, man, we need them to be chatting while they masturbate. They gonna be We're going to call it cha- cha- master, master Chat? No, 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 no. Hold on, run chat it back. And, chat, chat and masturbate. Chat, 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 chat and masturbate. Chat and masturbate. Smart. Yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> so that's probably what happened. But on this thing, this lady, and I want to identify her. Somebody. I'm on a. She's a webcam model. Okay, she's 27 years old, out of Georgia. Lauren Hunter Damon. Okay, 27 years old, accidentally discharges a weapon. So they said 9mm handgun while alone in her bedroom the morning of November 9th. Okay, and she discharges the handgun vagina. In, in her, her vagina. vagina. Now, so, so, <laughs> it, so the fact that they talked about this article and they said that the woman like walked in because she got roommates and shit. So she walked in and she like, yo, I just shot myself in the box. Like, and Fox like, how you walk and shoot wa- yourself in the Look. So Fox up here thinking she got, like, she must be in there, like, uh, pleasuring herself I with the barrel she, of said fire on. That's the only thing I would think about up. why a gun would be used for a porn video. Okay. I don't know. She, to, she, she probably was so, yeah, just, fair enough, you know, but I feel like master, you shoot, it's chatterbait, so. If you shot yourself <laughs> in the vaginal canal, I feel as though, like, you, you might, did. you sitting down. You, you ain't did. walking, you ain't walking nowhere with that. You sitting down. Like, that's wild. You dead, okay? That's how you ain't no walking after that. But it says that this woman shot herself. She walked out into the living room where someone's mother was. I don't know if it was her mother or one of her roommates' mothers was there with a granddaughter. So I'm assuming it's probably her child. She it didn't say who, how many women were in the home, but <clears throat> and she told him I sh- it was an accident. I shot myself. <laughs> My whole thing that's crazy about it is like one. <laughs> You know how much a prop gun costs? Like, you can get, like, just... Oh, look, my God. You can get a prop gun. if you, uh, For whatever reason that you thought that this is the way to get people in there, something she like that. I thought it like, was sexy. Man, <laughs> man, I'm telling you right now. Ain't nothing sexy about no, shitty but, gun safety. Okay, if that would have turned that, me off. If you even going to do that, why not... Take the mag out, rack the round out the damn chamber. Thank you. Like, I why mean, not check just in case? But I'm going to tell you, it's four <laughs> universal safety rules, and don't none of them include masturbating with a Just file. in case. Okay, even if she want to do that, it probably had a long barrel or something. Maybe she wanted to, <laughs> you know, she had viewers. She had fans watching her while she was making this yeah. porn video. So I, I assumed that she was, you know, you know. You know. Getting it in with the gun. But then the, why, why even put your hand, why even put your finger Poor on a trigger? trigger discipline. She why ignored do- all the universal safety rules. <laughs> you ain't, first of all, you, need to cut you, got a re- operations. you have if a you real gun. Out, first of all, right. we can get you a prop gun. We can get yes, you a prop gun. You got a real you gun. You Alec Baldwin yourself in the vagina because right. you're out here with no gun safety. You didn't check to see if it was an actual around in there, right? How is that not something that you worried about? Like, every time I this pick a, a gun up. a whole ass like, gun. You know what I'm saying? Every time I pick a gun up, I, I'm going to do a press check or something, even though that's frowned upon these days. I got to do something. And it's like, you out here just like, mm-hmm, whatever right, you do. I don't even like having my gun around me naked. Then. <laughs> 
but I, I, I don't even want a gun around me while I'm naked. Like, if I got a gun around me while I'm naked, somebody die. Because I'm not out here posing in the, in the mirror like, uh, rubbing these suds off. Let me grab my pit, my shower pistol. Yeah. No, you crazy wild as hell. Like, like, what is you doing? Like, that. that's like that's the stupid shall be punished. And, like, people like that, that's like, I would have slowed up her. I would have slowed up her medical services because it's like, you need not to procreate anymore. I just thought about something. I was like, well, maybe when the gun went off, she was, like, having an orgasm at that time. And that, you know that kind of that's a hell of an orgasm. But that's kind of, but I'm just saying that would that would kind of justify why nothing justifies this. Well, I'm just uh, how would pull the trigger in that because I'm the convulsions kind of serious. So yeah, that, yeah, and that's know. the last one you're gonna have because you just circumcised. Just, she just got a so, circumcision. She's not dead. If anybody wants to know that, she is not dead. She didn't die. I would be if dead. If she was, I'd still be getting these jokes. I would off. be dead because my thing is like, you shoot in there, like you talking about, you have organs and everything. The, I don't know where it was shot. I wish I could see her diagram or No, you want to go you about to subscribe, subscribe to, to her chatterbait? I'm, <laughs> like, I'm about to go to her chatterbait. How, how much is this? What, $5, $10? I need to see I need to see the wound. Was there exit wound? I need to know. Like, is it still lodged? I'm gonna tell know. you that. I'm gonna tell she you. She was, <laughs> she was, she was discharged a that couple days like, later. That shit gotta look like a Philly cheesesteak right now. She ain't having no sessions, no time soon. No time soon. Nah, you out. Zero. I want to know where the bullet went. I almost want to reach out to her, and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry this you happened know how, to you." You know how but... her DMs are more full now than they ever been. Like when she ever <laughs> dropped that next me? video, she gonna be like, hey, "Everybody wants y'all see, ready to see this? Y'all want to see my bullet wound? Fifty dollars." All right, now that's crazy. They can't make this shit up, okay? Can't make that shit up. Cause I'm telling you, it's, it's so many things wrong with that. I, I, <coughs> I need some more. It hurts me just to even think about that. It hurt her okay? to think about it, too. No, I didn't, because she, <laughs> she she went through it, okay? No, it hurt her the to think about it The fact that she right walked, now. it's like miraculous to me. Like, what? Yeah. No. What that kind of being are you? Yo, you know what's, what's crazy? So uh, so um, so my, um, my homegirl, she told me about this story about this lady who... She was, did she have a child or she had a kid? No, she, no, she didn't. So she got like rape, battered, bruised. Like dude stabbed her, like uh, stabbed her and like disemboweled her. Oh my God. Like I'm talking about like 40 stabs to the midsection. I mean, the, like the shit bananas, like 40 stabs to the midsection, all of this other crazy shit. Anything you could think of, like beat her, bruised her, battered her, raped her, stabbed her a whole bunch of times, all this other shit. This lady got up. <clears throat> this lady got up, walked back out from her car, like wherever she was, walked out to the road to go get help, and passed out. What I mean, with her guts in her hand. Oh my god! That's so crazy. the ability for some people, I like, I just want to know, like, what told that woman to keep pushing? Because I'm telling you, I might have just laid there and be like, "Yep, yeah, well, um, show's over, boys." Like, oh I don't know god. if I got the will to keep going, but that's crazy. <clears throat> so many miraculous things that happen to us, and we survive. We have that will to Some survive. shit you could avoid. Like, that woman who was unfortunate who couldn't avoid, like, that man. I don't know what the exact, I don't remember what all the details well, were, but yeah. whatever happened to her, it's like, that's a shitty situation. Somebody did something to you. But old girl who shot herself. Yeah, she could avoid that. <laughs> she could have avoided that shit so many ways. Like, I mean. That, we, that's funny to me. I'm sorry, because I'm like, what will possess you in your mind? Like, yeah, the, the mind of people I got to live dangerously. Why? Get him out of here, man. Nah, get him out of here. That's wild. For why, okay. But what what could be what could be the pure entertainment value? What could be the pure entertainment value on that, right? What they want to see her doing something dangerous, I guess. I yeah, don't know. you could have told people like, do you had to be that dangerous? It was like, yeah, yeah fully loaded mag, and I would have hit you with the old. 
Put, put the empty it. mag in. Put, you could have put Listen. snap caps in there. You could have put snap caps in there. Would nobody even had to notice. Donald Gustafson said, "Damn, all the homies getting all on this. homies getting in on this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy. So, um, what we've been watching lately? Ooh, let's talk about that. that show. Talk about that show. <laughs> talk about that show. So, I guess why we're gonna get it off? We'll get the first two ones that we missed off. Okay. So everybody, we, we we keep forgetting every time to get on here to talk about Squid Games. Yeah, we watched Squid Games when it was still hot before yeah. everybody. Watched, well, people were starting to watch it while we still had the buzz, and then we just a month later we don't forgot yeah. to ever talk about it. But Squid Games, I like Squid Games. Hated the last episode. Yeah. So spoiler alert: if you're looking, if you ain't seen Squid Games, you might want to skip about the next two minutes of this podcast because we about to talk about some Squid Games, but. Not even two minutes, really. It was. I, I think it was a good. I think it was a good show. I think it shows how shitty we are as people. It definitely shows how shitty we are, we shitty are people. as people and the desperation of us. Yeah. You know. You know. I hate desperation. That's my shit. Like, I can be desperate. Like, that's just like even the universe frowned upon that energy. Anything that somebody has or wants, and they're just so fucking desperate. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't cuss. I don't use the f bomb. We gonna have to edit that. My bad. So when they're so desperate, that's why you don't get it. Because the universe is like, ugh. It's like, no. Turn away. Yes. I And I I totally feel that. I feel that. I hate that spirit of desperation. Like, keep it away from me. No. So so I thought that it was, um, I thought it was a dope. I thought it was a dope show. The last episode made me mad because realistically through all that show was crazy when everybody did everything that they did, all the shit that they've been through. But when old boy went to that goddamn plane. I was going to the plane and then got that phone call and was like, turned around. It's like, you ain't seen your daughter or nothing. Right. You just chose to be a trash parent. You like, cho- right. Like, you the second yes. worst parent in the movie <laughs> era because number one shitty parent is if anybody ever watched Dragon Ball Z is Goku. If anybody <laughs> ever watched Dragon Ball Z is Goku, shittiest dad. Terrible ever. dad. Terrible dad. It's like, you out here saving the universe. Cool. Your son don't know how to ride a bike and he's 36. Like, you're trash, man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You, you garbage, but. That's the that was that. it. We saw um, Harder They Fall. Harder They Fall. Harder They Fall. If you like Tombstone, it's like the black Tombstone. Let me tell you something. I love Tombstone. Tombstone is one of my favorite westerns ever, right? So I I love the fact that this was flipped and it was African-American cast. So, you know, that's, all, that's always my thing. And the comedic value of it was dope. I love that. And I love the fact that they still had the badasses. I love yeah. the badasses. They always they had that um, Doc Holiday, you know. Yeah, they had that like that that moxie yes. about them. Like, hey, hey yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Now, let me tell you. Okay. So, who's your favorite character out of um, um, How Hard Did They Fall? So, my favorite character was I forgot his name though because we only what, saw I saw say, one. What did he do? <clears throat> the one who thought that he was uh, the fastest. The fastest. Yeah, yeah. I like. So him I like that kid, but yeah. I'm gonna tell you who my number one is. He was full of like ego and just like, oh, that yeah, young yeah, yeah. Brontley bully kind of ten feet tall bully. Yeah, swag, I love swag, that. Swag. Yeah, I love. You that. You know who my number one was? What? Cherokee Bill. Because <laughs> Cherokee Bill oh, was yeah. about none he of the bullshit. Co- yeah. Because he gave him some insight when when the kid that came up, the quick draw kid came up and asked him like. Hey, I heard you did all of this shit and you shoot people and da 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 this and that. He's like, nah, I shoot people that talk too much. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He said, I shoot people that talk too much. That comes with experience because he probably was just like that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. But the problem is, you know what? Nobody, it's one sided stories because you know who ain't talking? Whoever just tried to try to get their gun out the whole stone Cherokee That's Bill. True. He ain't doing it. <laughs> like, I, I shoot people who talk. So he told them that and then he want to do the slow ass count. Doing all this dancing and everything else. Hey, Cherokee was, Bill put one no, slam he wasn't through doing his that, head. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
He might as well have done that. Yeah, and right to death. He danced his ass <laughs> right into a round to the head. You know what? And that and I respect Cherokee Bill. What, what I'm about to sit here and find out. And you wait for you to finish for. pop locking. Yeah, you I had pop lock and drop it. Pop, he did lock not pop drop. lock, guys, but he might as well. He might as well have. As long as he was taken. That's why his ass dead. That's why he ain't even get to reach the climax of that movie. Cherokee Bill handled his ass, and I respect Cherokee Bill. Because who who about to take an L? What? You taking an L over there? I'm trying to live. So what I liked about the movie was the plot twist at the end, which I knew. I was like, that's your brother. Yes, it made sense. And so I'm sorry if y'all ain't seen it, but y'all need to uh, late spoiler, anyway. Late spoiler. You're late anyway. You should have been saw it. Um, that they were brothers. And that's the reason why they both were so good at what they did in the first place. Yeah, Makes they was sense. good at the, from the leadership standpoint. What I would have wanted more from Idris Elba was a little more like cowboy scene. His fight scene was like. I'm just getting it done. Like, old boy jabbed him a couple times, hit him with this and that. And then he rocked the old boy, and the old girl handed him the pistol so smooth. Mm-hmm. Boom, handed the pistol so smooth, he hit him with the pistol. Mm. It was a lot oh. of dialogue, you yeah, know, yeah, it was for a lot Idris of Elba and not enough action. When you have a, 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 a star-studded cast, cast like yeah. that, it's always a lot of dialogue. In all the movies I've ever seen with star-studded cast, four more Four or more, it's always like that. It's not enough action. Yeah, it we ain't, don't en- it see ain't enough, enough food at the table. Yes, to get to everybody, everybody to eat. right? Because like we would go for expect, days. Yeah, you can't expect nobody to get a fifty point be, game in the All Star game. It'll be like, longer than a Marvel movie. So yeah, yeah. 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 So but we I have just, to do that. <laughs> but the the thing is, I love the fact that they left it open for another one. Yeah, absolutely. Because old girl's still alive. Old, old girl, girl with still the alive. Because you could kind yes. of see even when they was talking about it, like I believe in your vision. I was doing this and that. She was on that shit. Like, oh, she gonna This is my dream. You know she what I mean? I'm going to push this shit through. I'm going to push this community through. I'm going to push all of this stuff through. This is my dream that I want to run. So, like, I, I kind of know how the next one would go anyway. So, down, if down. they did make another Steven one. Steven Spielberg. I'm just telling you. You know, my mind be like, I be on point with the movie. And, yeah, you got to give me my props. And so, this next one we're on now is Hellbound. Hellbound. Yo, if you ain't checked out Hellbound, <laughs> we three episodes <laughs> in on Hellbound. Check out Hellbound. Yeah. So, on Hellbound, they got, um, so, basically, it's a Korean movie. And I already was like, yo, I might buy in this Korean movie because we watched um, all of them. No, no, I'm talking about <laughs> what, what, the, fuck, what the name of the show we just Squid said. Squid Games? Squid Games, yeah. So we just watched Squid Games, and um, boom, they do it. And what you got to think of, what a lot of people don't know, is like a lot of these movies are brought from a lot of these Asian movies, especially Korean. Like um, like it was a movie, an old B or C movie, however you want to call it, called Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. That's what all of these movies, like... um. All of these movies that you've seen, it's like the Hunger Game type mm-hmm. movies yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. where people get dropped somewhere and they got to survive and people get killed. It comes from Battle Royale. They have some of the best stories. Yeah, guys. they got some Asian of the best films. stories. Like if they you can sit the there and look, stories. and it look even better if you. It, it's better if you do it with the subtitles. Yeah, just but, read through. But it's just that's a lot of goddamn reading. I know, just read through. <sighs> at, you know what? It's so weird. At one point in my life, I could only watch movies with subtitles. Yeah. I couldn't watch a movie without them. That was crazy, right? I don't know how it happened. I was just, I couldn't watch a movie without the subtitles. I needed them. Yeah, fair It was enough. weird. So, and I don't know how I got out of it. I just did. I don't know. I don't know, but like subtitles is where it's at. But so this, so if, if you ain't seen Hellbound, so the way Hellbound go down is basically uh, some type of apparition type thing. I don't know if it's an angel, but basically it appears to them and tells them when they're going to die. So, so it'll tell you like, yo, um... They had to say your name, so it'd be like, you know what I mean, Fox, you are going to die in five days at 3 p.m., and you're bound for hell. The hell or, I am. And then it slides off, like, then gone, you're on about your life. So now, 
So now it's like people are getting this, and it's been happening for a while, but now it's happening more frequently to the point. So basically that happened, and it starts off with a dude, and he in there sweating, you know what I mean? He, he's shaking like a junkie in a holding cell. He in there sweating, losing his mind, this and that. He had a coffee shop. And then you hear like a little bit of ominous music or whatever. And, you know, I pick ominous because that's what the subtitles always say when some <laughs> scary music come on. Ominous music <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, doom. And then these three flame-broiled gorilla-type like from the upper body, they look like gorillas, and on the bottom, they you know, look like. You know, they always every time I see them, they remind me of what's the guy from Fantastic Four, the one that looked like Stone. Oh, um, the thing. Yeah. Oh, the ben thing. Grimm. Duh! I said yeah, the, the thing. thing. Yeah, the thing. <laughs> the um, thing. Ben Grimm. <laughs> yeah, they look like the thing, and they just really big, brolic, but they yeah, all they got smoke shadow. Yeah, they like that smoke shadow. But around here, they got a lot of girl. They got a lot of silverback going they on. They got silverback. Yeah, they got some silverback <laughs> vibes going on up here in the, in the upper body, but. And they just come, so they just show up, and it's always three of them. And they show up, and like basically they just pop out of nowhere and fuck up somebody's property and start chasing whoever it is. So they start chasing you, fuck up a whole bunch of people's cars and apartments and everything else, depending on how far you run. And then they get a hold of you. And they don't just kill you. My, they beat the dog shit out yeah, you for thing about. Yeah, my is like, why do you got to do that? You come and take me to hell, like, just grab me. Grab my soul. You like, same song, just grab my soul. No. And do what you got to do. Like, nope. why you got to throw me, slam me, beat Warm me up? up. That's warm the warm up. up for what you're going to be you experiencing when you go like, to hell. Hey, you think this shit bad. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, they is, like, if you ever seen three dudes jump on somebody's ass, like, and I'm talking about three professional jumpers. I ain't talking about three dudes who just want to beat somebody up. I'm talking about three dudes who've been jumping, the, the same three dudes who've been jumping people all summer, and they got this shit down to a science. Them people, them. Them motherfuckers <laughs> right there. I'm talking about straight black Air Force One energy. Like oh, them it's not that black, black Air Force One. Hot top black Air Force One strapped hey, in they came for business. with the purple do-rag energy. You know they what I'm saying? It's like them dudes it. coming in and river, like they will beat the dog shit out of you, and then basically they'll get together, hit this little weird Superman pose, and then they'll fry they you fry like soup. They, they microwave with the you. light. Yeah, they microwave <laughs> you, and you go. And apparently, from what they say, like I mean, the My apparition is, stage is gonna go to hell. They were talking about it being like for your sins. So they have this whole blog and all these different things going on. We want to go that far. About, I give it to them because they might be want to get into this show. You got a I chance to know what the sins are. That's what I'm, I just want to yeah, say. So, I didn't know what yeah, what they're telling you is like, yo, because it's like all these like heretic groups and stuff, and they try to find out why. Yes, you got it right. So they go dig up your. Basically, they just like it's like when you get shot. It's like oh, it's like you if you get shot by the police. And it's up like, let's find out. He skipped his taxes. He did this and that. He robbed or this and that. He did everything. He was selling Lucy's. You know what I mean? It's like, let's find every terrible thing he ever did. So they were thinking this for those who were the sinful. But But I'm telling you right now, after watching episode three, I'm not really sure what's going on. I don't know, right? I don't know anymore now. But let's continue to watch, guys. So we we might have a watch party. We should have a watch party. We got to watch party. Share the screen and just be sitting here like, because I can figure out the stream thing. We can put the screen up and they can watch it with us. And we just over there with the reactions like, oh. But now nah, I don't want people to watch me for 30 minutes looking at a show when I'm over there eating Cheetos and looking ridiculous. No. Nah. I'll be throwing my leg on your bag. Bag. <laughs> bag. No. Nah, we don't need all that. But so getting the hell bound. And we planning on the next show that we're going to kind of incorporate is I want to watch this documentary on who killed Malcolm X. Homegirl um, put me on. We're going to watch it tonight, yeah. right? I want to get into this documentary of who killed Malcolm X. So what we're going to be talking about here and there is we're going to be talking about Hellbound. If something else pop up that y'all think dope. We might look at that, too. Yeah, let us and know. And then we also going to be getting into the documentary of uh, Who Killed Malcolm X. And it's particularly, um, particularly that I want to get into it. Because the dudes who, you know, the dudes who got, uh, the two dudes who was locked up for killing Malcolm X, yeah, they, they got, got exonerated. Yeah, that's what I was telling you the after other day. The, after like they last did week. their time. 
Yeah. So they didn't did yeah. their time. The crazy thing is, who killed Malcolm X says who really did it. And all of these dudes is from my city. Mm-hmm. Like, all of these dudes is from my city or whatever like that. So I was probably in the masjid going to Juma because they said he went to the um, masjid on a, or the mosque. However, people want to take it. They only went to the one that's on Bergen and South Long Jav. That's one that like a lot of us went to. Mm-hmm. So it's like we done probably ran into this dude, thought he was OG. Oh, he built a youth center. He wanted to be in a boxing coach. I might have boxed for this dude. That might be or something yeah, like that. And I'm just like us, um, this this might explore. this might affect me when I get done watching it. Like oh, this Lord. might affect me. Like I might be feeling like I'm gonna call my godfather and be like, hey. So you so you just knew that this dude popped Malcolm X and you ain't say nothing. Oh Lord. Like, I'm about to have some feelings about this. You know what I mean? And the dude who did the documentary is a Muslim. Is he, is he dead? The other guy who no. they said did it? No, he just died like two years ago. I just said, is he dead? Oh, you I said he I'm just died. Yeah, he, he just died like two years <laughs> ago, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so um uh uh, 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 Rob said uh, the King Richard movie was good. We want, okay, we need to check with Will that out Smith too. and um, yeah, we need to check it out Serena too. and The William. crazy thing that I heard about that one is the amount of backlash that that movie got because that, because of from the um, feminist community or whatever about like, oh, these women and did so much great stuff. How would they make a movie about their dad? The executive producers uh, on the movie. Well, that's kind of like the community. So yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is like the executive producers of that movie are the Williams sisters. Yeah. So it was like this is how they wanted they the movie wanted to, to be done for their dad. For they their dad. did it for their dad. Because their dad they, made it, and, they they, and, and, and then people regard. trying to shit on him about he had other kids and he did this and that. Da da da. Yeah. We ain't talking about everything he did wrong. I know. Yeah. So okay. We talking so, about what he got right. Them damn sisters. Yeah. So the sister Sabrina, I think her that was her name. Serena. Nope. I Ooh, think the, oh, the older oh. sister. I think oh, that her name is Serena Sabrina. I think her That's name your is other Sabrina. You sure we ain't talking about your other personality? Her name's Sabrina one of your too, but it could be. But one I don't remember. Five personalities that I got to deal with. Yeah, it's five of them. I got five. We'll talk that about house. that in another podcast, y'all. Okay, my 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 other people. Anyway, so um, she was stating she made a statement like she is one hundred percent disconnected from you know the father, and she he left her when. He left her when she was little, and her mom was uh, pregnant. There's another child, apparently, or something. Um, and she feels con- just discontent about everything. Like, how do you leave your child and then all of a sudden raise a new family and not you even only, come see, be, or hey, you know acknowledge many, his family? I don't even mean to be a dick about it, but you know how many people got deadbeat fathers? I know. It's a lot. Hey, okay, but I mean? it doesn't mean that it make it right, nor that pain goes that. It away. Don't make it right, but you know, what make, you know what make people feel like they get that voice and they want to say something about it? Because the Williams sisters were so phenomenal, so it's like, damn, Dad, if you had to put that energy in me, like my if my bum ass daddy had right. a, had a went and made, if he had a went and made like some phenomenal kids that went and did all this stuff because he raised them, that's why you feel that mm-hmm. type of way. It's not even that I care. Like right now, you know what? I'm the most successful thing that ever came out of this ball sack. No, point I, blank. Period. I do think that still, regardless if they weren't successful, that she would feel that way. Like, how are you just gonna leave me know. and Ma? He done raised some of my and, cousins and God raise bless other kids. Like, how are you gonna go and do that? He done raised some so of my cousins. I love. We him. have to. We, I'm not talking about your dad. Fuck him. I'm not good. I'm talking about. Okay, we got some other issues going on. <laughs> you all right, baby? Come on, I love you. I love you. It's gonna be all right. That's okay. You a grown man now. You got it. Grown as hell. That's right. Raising kids. Mm-hmm. Figuring out a building the car while I'm going down the street. Anyway, that that that's we're gonna watch that though. King Richard, we he heard said some it's three stuff. Hours. He said it's damn near three hours long. Ooh, is it action? 
I like act. I like action. Yeah, tennis. What you think is gonna be? They're gonna and be love fighting. and Choo-choo-choo. like you know love movies and warm yeah, stuff right. like The Notebook and Love Jones. You know, that's my favorite movie because I love poetry and shit. Okay, what is that? Um, we're talking yeah, about yeah. Speak. People speak out once they feel like other people got mm-hmm. something they didn't. And they feel left out. I don't think it's just that, though, Boss Man Jr. I think it's the fact that uh, if they didn't have it, like I said, I think that she would still feel that way. Like, how are you just going to leave me and Ma and raise this whole other family? What about me? I'm yours too, Dad. So she would have still right. felt that way. Let me tell you about Let me tell you about this. If you had to look around the time mm-hmm. how harder they fall was, you know what dads was doing when they got tired of women's shit? Keep nagging if you want to. I'm going to get a soda and a pack of cigarettes. Anyway, they ain't have soda. They had cow's milk. That's <laughs> and then that's and why whiskey it, and bourbon. And, yes, and that's why they and that's why so many kids was getting uh bred by the by the milkman. <laughs> anyway, what, so we got gun. You got a gun in your head, Fox? <clears throat> Would you want gun to your hold head? On, hold on. Uh, am I hitting? The, am I hitting the switch? Let me hit the switch, baby. Hey. Delay that pause. We got I don't like that pause. It's, it takes too long, don't y'all think? It's just like chick click, and it's like wait, 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 boot, wait for it. Because it's I a shotgun. Like you like, gotta aim it. You gotta get it focused. No man. All right, Fox. What's the gun in your head? Gun in your head. Would you want to know the time and date for your ass to go to hell? Well, I gotta go to hell. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> What do you want to know? The time of day for you to leave this realm. Or just keep doing what I'm doing right now. Or keep doing what you're doing right now in ignorance and not know. So, all right. <clears throat> I would want to know. I want to know when I'm going. I want I would want to know when I'm going. You know why? This is the funny thing about it, right? Like, if I know when I'm going, so you telling me that that's written. So if I jump off a bridge, if I do whatever, I'm going to live. Like, the worst you could do is do some crazy. I'm doing whatever I want. Let me know when I'm going out. Because that's going to change the way I talk to people. Like, the same way that I talk to people when I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this shit slide. You're going to die in three days. I ain't letting shit slide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm knocking it. I'm knocking all this shit over. Like, why hold yeah. it? Let me just get it out. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm about no to get shit. everybody to business. What you mean? It's <laughs> like, if you about to tell me that I am about to die, and I know when I'm going to die, like, they told one dude, he going to die in, like, 20 years. Like, damn, you're a kid. Like, you what did you do while you was a kid for you them to be like, 20 years you going to hell? Right. Because I feel as though it can't be nothing that he was going to do. That's in hellbound, guys. That's what we yeah, talking about. Hellbound. I, I feel like it's nothing that he was going to do. Because of the fact, like, you changed his trajectory of life by telling him that. No. Because if you never told him that, he probably would have did whatever the hell he was going to do. But when you tell somebody, like, yo, you're going to hell in 20 years. If I'm going to hell do in 20 years, I'm not doing. I ain't I doing want. no I'm charity. I'm already going. So why do I need to? I ain't doing no charity. I ain't wearing <laughs> no rubbers. I'm drinking all the liquor I oh want. Oh, my like, God. Really? No rubbers? You had to add that part in yes, there? Yes. All of that. I'm telling you right now, like what what they say in the Bible, he he prefer you be um hot or cold if you lukewarm his spit hey, you from his lukewarm. mouth. Let me tell you something, he gonna know I'm a hot boy. Like yeah. I'm out hey, here, I'm on the hot fire. Boys on fire the hey, hot I'm telling boy. you right now, I'm coming in there, guns are blazing. Like when I get to hell, the devil gonna be like, <laughs> "Hey, bro, you killed that shit." Hey, hi, Mike. <laughs> hey, so so what you picking? Me, I used to think that I would want to know, and I, I like a part of me too, but part of me still do. I'm sorry, that was like. Spanish, Korean, whatever. That I just was said. not a full sentence. Up. <laughs> 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 Incoherent fox noises. <laughs> 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 
a part of me still do kind of feel like I want to know only because I want to be able to prepare my kids. However, um, I would just say that I wouldn't want to know. And I wouldn't want to know because I think that that takes away the free will of the situation. Like for me to, because by him saying, like you said, you would have done everything. Like I'm going to hell. Okay. And you take away the free will. That's the, that's the shit. Don't, don't try to tell me I'm getting laid off on uh-huh. Friday and think you about to get dope-ass work on yeah. Tuesday. I'm on your ass, bucko. <laughs> so I want to be able to make the choices that I want to make on my own and my own thought process without thinking that, oh, my life might end tomorrow at 3 p.m. or whatever, you know? No, I and So, uh, wait, how's that being told on your birthday? You about to die in the next X amount of days and at I this want time. that 20 that lady, joint. She was told, like, on her birthday, as her kids saying happy birthday to her. Yeah, singing on her birthday. You happy will birthday to going to hell. Five, five days, <laughs> right. 3 p.m. Like, damn, dog, you couldn't wait till tomorrow. It's right. like four it's days. My birthday, Let me have this one good day. <laughs> Watch Hellbound. So, yeah, what Hellbound, though. But, I would so definitely. So, you would pick, you would pick. Yeah, I would pick not knowing now. Not knowing. The only reason why I would pick knowing is because I want to prepare my kids. But if I don't know, I still want to be able to make my own choices hey. and do my own thing. Hey, everybody who think I'm a decent but. person, you'll find out the real me if some apparition come and tell me, and I know it's <laughs> legit, Legend Jackson, you're mm-hmm. going to die in five years. You got to have an apparition tell years, him that. that. Okay. I know the real him. I don't need no apparition to come and tell him that. But y'all will find out, hey, though. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you something. I'm coming <laughs> Who to he really is. I'm coming to work, and I swear to God, all y'all feelings better be in tight because I'm slapping the dog shit out of it. I don't care man. about nothing. <laughs> I'm smacking everybody. You talking about I know when I'm going to die, and, and I know I'm going to hell. It's one thing to tell me you know when I'm going to die, and now I got to be like, oh, I'm going to die in five years. I'm going to die in five days. I'm going to die in 20 years. And I don't know where I'm going. Let me try to get my life right. But I'm hell bound. Hell bound. Like, I'm for sure going to hell and about right. to get beat up by three 1,000-pound gorillas. I feel that. Man, if I knew, shit. Like, anybody say anything, go Everybody get can get it. Everybody, Everybody can get it. How can get I can get it. I don't care what the consequences are. I don't care what nothing. I'm, I'm dealing I'm, I'm with all the smoke. to everybody. I'm with all the smoke. I don't care about your feelings. Okay, none of that. Right here. I'm, <laughs> I'm right here. I'm on your ass right there. You can be able to like, man, you know, this and that. Like when people say something, you're like, I should be the bigger person. You know that little nagging nah, voice? I want to be a little person at that time. Thank nah. you. I'm Michelle okay with Obama, being little. Michelle Obama said when they go high, I mean, when they go low, we go high. Nah, I'm with Charlemagne. When they when they go low, we take it to the flow. Amen. I know I'm going to hell. I'm taking it. I, I'm going there, and I, ain't, I don't want to take nobody ground. to scrub it. Scrub the ground. Let me say scrub Yeah, I'm cutting ground. up, boy. <laughs> Cutting up. No, but I um I feel like um just watching that movie and we're talking about like whether or not we want to know or no, it really makes Mike, me feel like. Mike, what's up? Like, Shakita, what up, baby? Hey, Kita. Hey, Mike. So it makes me feel like I want to know, um, not want to know, but I want to look at my life now. Like if I were to die within the next two years, what would I want to accomplish? Yeah, like I can get and so just much like dope go shit done. Like, like boom, boom, boom for like all those I things that I've been procrastinating and holding off, and for my kids, I would want to be able to start those I things and, and do think those about things. All this time you'll be like, I gotta save, I gotta save some money. That's what we need I to probably do. Like speed it up. I ain't saving shit. No, you talking about I'm not 401k? talking. I'm not talking about that. You see this? This is somebody who just want to be a hellraiser. I'm talking about hell going to be ten. This your hellraiser. I wasn't even talking about going to hell. I'm just talking about leaving Earth, period. If I knew, I w- I, this movie makes me feel like I need to operate my life in which I may not be here in the next two years. Do everything I want to do, no risk. I don't care about fear. 
This movie That's made me feel about. like just for give my me a for hint kid. that I could act a ass. Oh just give God. me a hint that all restrictions are off. I could do what I want. I'm knocking everything over. I'm knocked that one. I'm knocking everything over. Hellbound. Hey, I did it. First button she pressed. <laughs> Thirty nine podcasts. Yeah, thank y'all for listening to us. Thank you for listening to us, Uncle Lesson's Corner. Thank you for your feedback, y'all interaction. Do a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? We like to see y'all. We love to read what y'all got going on up there. Um, somebody said, what we talking about tonight? That's your kitty. Kitty, girl, you, go, you late, honey. Okay. We're going to send our notification next time before we go live so y'all be prepared. Hit us up at askunclelegend at gmail.com if you want to ask, say, or want us to do anything. Peace. Peace. Bye, y'all.